Park, or Wolfpack Park 3 podcast. Even Marvin. Oh my goodness. Let's get right in there. Put him down for the birdie, dog. Gang is back together. Somebody give me a fucking putter. Hoard the putter. No, I had to make it. Welcome back to the Part 3 Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, J.R. Smith. This is my other co-host, Stephen Malvin. Today we have a very special guest today. This is one of my favorite, uh, really shaped, especially the early years of my career, and just thinking of what the name of having a crew of homeboys and how it would just be so dope with just being able to do what you want to do with your people. And for me, Jerry Ferrara, you are man, you are a part of a group that was like iconic and just homeboys and, and friends and friendship and what it meant to be the guy with, with having his crew with him. Like for an athlete, we are always known for our entourages or our celebrities, quote unquote, we were known for our entourages. And the way y'all did that, the way you did your, played your role to the extent that you did, bro, that shit was amazing. I, I appreciate that. And thank you guys for having me because big fan and we've gotten to know each other over the years. So happy to be here. But I always wonder why, because we had so many athlete cameos on the show and there was like a list of people who wanted to be on. I always wonder like, what's the thing that drew them to it? And that's the thing. They, you know, it's really, the show was always about friendship, right? Yeah. And you guys are in such peculiar situations, man, you're living the dream, right? So you need to have people around you, A, that you can trust, B, that you could have fun with. Right. Yeah, man, I like to think that the show was way more about friendship than just Hollywood. So no, I appreciate that, man. That means a lot coming from you. No, for sure. It's, it's funny because my, like, obviously, and, and you're continuing having success throughout your career and, you know, power and stuff like that. Like my daughter, she knows you from that. I'm like, no, 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 bro. you got to go back and like, and I, I put her on Entourage and she's watched all of them so many different times and don't judge me for letting my daughter watch Entourage or Power. No judgment, full support. But, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like real talk, she like, she went back and she's like, no, daddy, that's like, that show is so good. I'm like, yeah, I'm telling you, like, this is what, this is what it's about. And even though, like, even to see y'all's growth throughout the 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 friendship has put me in a lot of like LeBron and his crew yeah. and his camp. Oh, for the way, sure. Like the way you guys moved and yeah. he putting guys on, putting his boys on. You guys grew from his driver to doing like so much other shit and like when doing having your own life. And I see that in like you know Rich, Brown, Mav, and Randy, and it just reminded me so much of like this is what it's about. It's funny, man. It's the 20 year anniversary coming up from when the first season aired, right? So. I was 23 when that show started, and we were talking about LA right before we started. I had just moved to LA. I, didn't, I was fresh out of Brooklyn. I knew nothing about LA, so I learned so much too about the business and what it takes to maintain a career through doing that show, because I knew nothing. And uh, now it's 20 years later, I just can't believe it. And then, yeah, in the street, I'll see like an 18-year-old kid kind of come up to me, and I know, oh, you love power, because you're young. Then like 35 year old dude, I'm like, oh, you're entourage. And then they don't even know each other exists sometimes. <laughs> right. It's kind of weird, but uh, I'm lucky, man. I've had a really good run. So uh, that's why you see me, I'm smiling a lot because yeah. I'm a lucky dude. No, 100%, 100%. Obviously we're here to talk about more, you know, golf and yeah. your love of the game. And we're going, I know you're a Nick fan. We're going we're gonna to get to that well, in a well, minute. Yeah, we'll hit that. But golf, what brought you into the game? It's funny, man. 
It really was Entourage. If you remember in the pilot episode, right? And I played a little golf, but in Brooklyn, golf was not available to right. you, right? There's no golf courses. Equipment's expensive. It's either basketball, football, baseball, or crime, probably, back in the day. Yeah. Entourage was shooting the pilot, and we're supposed to be, we kind of borrowed this from Wahlberg, right? We're supposed to be hitting balls into the Hollywood Hills off the deck. If you look in the pilot, I'm wearing the glove on the wrong hand. I'm a righty, I'm wearing the glove. <laughs> I'm wearing the glove on my right hand. I knew nothing, and the swing's terrible. Then, season two, we got a golf simulator on the show. In between takes, we're just kind of, you know, playing and then starting to like click with me. And it really was Kevin Dillon who played Johnny Drama, who he's like, you know, it's in his blood. His dad, golf coach at Fordham, family membership at Wingfoot. He started taking me to the par threes. And from that moment on, I was obsessed. And I do feel like entourage in golf, you know, we had Phil Mickelson on, we've shot on golf courses. Tom Brady. Brady. I was about to say that's one of my favorite but I, episodes, yeah. though. I <laughs> Tom Brady driving. I, yeah. <laughs> if Entourage were to come out now, though, for sure, Turtle would be rocking Malvin. Like, not even a doubt in my Thank mind. I, and I think that's why I, it's just not even a doubt. That's 100% what he would be sure. rocking. So, 100%. It you know, was funny. He, he was telling me he has the undefeated bag, but like, I remember. Entourage, like I remember the golf stuff, Tom right. Brady, him breaking the driver. And I remember like, go, you guys went to like undefeated on La Brea in the show. Yeah. And then you're rocking a Marvin undefeated bag at It's Lakeside. full circle, it's full like, circle wow, for me. I'm sitting next to my, this yeah. guy, JR, what is well, going on? Well, yeah, when we did like the sneaker stuff, right? It, I mean, sneaker culture and streetwear culture w was very popular, but it wasn't like for public consumption yet. This is like 07. And I remember shortly after, like, my friends even, like, people wait on lines for sneakers. I'm like, yeah, we, this is like Star Wars for them. Yeah, They'll wait online. Yeah. And when we did that episode, I felt like the next year, like, the sneaker culture exploded. Crazy. And I still yeah. got those gold Air Force One Fukijamas, man. People ask me. I've gotten crazy offers for those things. Really? Six-figure offers. Let me buy those shoes. I'm like, if you see me selling them, that means some bad stuff happening. <laughs> <laughs> Come up on some hard times. You got two kids. You'll need about eight more kids to sell those. Yeah. You <laughs> Come up on some hard times if you see someone rocking my size 10 <laughs> Air Force One gold Fukijamas. <laughs> where's, the, where's the game at right now? Or how you feel about it? You know, I feel good about it because I, I really stop. Not that I'm not competitive. I'm super competitive. And that's also what I love about golf. But you're competitive with yourself. I'm a 12 right now. Uh, lowest I've ever been. I, I almost cracked into nine single-digit territory. Once I had kids, it did impact sure. the game a little bit. I just love it, man. Golf is so unique because, like, look, I can't do anything that you do on the basketball court. Nothing, Right. But I can get lucky and strike a wedge and get maybe a better result than you want a couple of times, right? So, oh, sure. And I think that's what the equalizer is. You could just love the game and play against someone who's really good and still – I was in the match yesterday with guys that were better than me, and I took their money, and I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> also, too, like you mentioned entourage and friendship. It's like being out there with your friends – Times have changed for sure. We're not together as much, but golf is the thing that kind of brings us together. Yeah. So I, I just, I love it, man. And you were saying earlier that with your wife and y'all's relationship, he said basically that like, she knows when he's going golfing because he gets up early, cleans the house, he makes breakfast. <laughs> Amazing breakfast. <laughs> yeah, like everything is perfect. So Heart it's like not pancakes, whipped cream, everything. He's saying that like, it's his way of like keeping tight with his crew like yeah. with the with the having because it's it is when you have kids and you have work and you have obligations and you have family 
it's hard to be like, hey, uh, let's go to the bar for five hours. Your wife's looking at you like, what? The bar? What are you talking about? But if it's like, here. I'm going to go right. play Lakeside with my three homies, and it's like, oh, that's good for you. Yeah, It is sure. good for you, right? It's good for your mental health. It's good for the little space between the family. When I'm at home, what I have to do is be a good husband, have patience, be hands-on and present for my kids, put my phone down, cook dinner, tell them a little story before right. bed, and then go and, you know, catch up with my wife before I go to sleep. That shit is easy compared to playing 18 holes of golf. 18 holes of golf is hard. Grinding it out. <laughs> Grinding over four-foot putts. I can, you, you, you fail so many times over and over and over in a four-hour period. You know, I was telling him, like, you're in the woods. I'm going to hit it under that tree and cut it. What do you do? You hit the tree. It's like, damn, failure. Then the next hole, I'm going to, you know, make this 10-foot putt. Leave it a foot short. <laughs> After all of that abuse you put to yourself, the rest of the day is where you're walking the park. What I got to do, work and be kind. It's like, this is easy. That shit was hard. <laughs> so I love it, man. Yeah, I got really humbled too. We had Phil Mickelson on Entourage back in the day, right? We filmed with him and then he's like, come on guys, let's play. Let's go play some holes. I'm like, we're about to play a little golf with Phil Mickelson. This is going to be great. First tee shot, man. Just seeing what, too, like the differences of a pro. Also, it made me enjoy golf more because it's like, look, I'm never going to play that version, but this version's just as fun. Right. But yeah, man, seeing like a pro come up there and hit a 320-yard stinger and then just like, talk trash he basically conceded he talks a lot he of conceded trash. a 30 foot putt to me that was for par he had a 20 foot birdie putt he conceded in our yeah, little match he's like i'm gonna make it yeah. and he did yeah of course I'm like, he did. all right well that's how this is gonna go <laughs> i played with him a couple holes at the the bridge yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. down in san diego or whatever and the first hole he came out on like the ninth hole and played with us with my friend daughters that does a full swing so he came and joined me schoolboy q daughters that owns full swings and then phil so mm -hmm. the four of us are now playing so on the first hole he's like all right let me see this i'm like fuck <laughs> that's on a the ninth, tenth hole right <clears throat> so i go stand over the ball i'm getting my shit right and i'm focusing in on the ball and all of a sudden his feet appear in my view of the ball so he's standing like purposely two, three feet away from me. Like his feet are that far like, away from why, my ball. Man, I'm like, why? you really gotta be that close to me, right? So I hit it as good as I can hit it, driver. Just pured it. One of them like, come on, man, just don't be a fucking failure right now. Like rip one. <laughs> so I fucking rip it. Hit it as good as I can hit it. I'm holding my follow through and shit, feeling all great. He looks at me and says, yeah, it was cute. <laughs> oh my that was cute. Come on. Man. I just hit it as good as I can hit it. Give me that my was respect. Cute. <laughs> cute. Like I'm not trying to hit a driver here. A grown man look at me and say that was cute. Cute with a driver. <laughs> I got you know what, let me ask you guys something. Cause I got a little bit of a, a hot take. And I've been talking to people about this and they're all saying, like, that's dumb. Why would you think that? I wanna get rid of the golf scramble. Because I play in a lot of events and stuff, and it's a lot of fun, right? It's for fun, it's great. No pressure. If I'm I'm with Jr., I know I ain't got to worry about getting off the tee. I can just chip and putt, yeah. great. But then you come in and you see minus twenty three yeah. wins, and yeah. you know I just like there's got to be a better way where we could play some cool events and matches and stuff, and still compete. But, and still have fun, that's not a scramble. We I want to find a better it. way. We just did it up at the, the preserve. We did a mob and Adidas thing and we had like 70 of us came and we just basically said like, don't keep score, no one cares what you shot. Right. 
go play a foursome, play an eightsome, a right. twosome. Have fun. If you hit a bad shot when I was doing the little announcing, you hit a bad shot, just hit another one. Right. Right? Like, cause like then everyone can win. Rather than you go out there and you're grinding and this, that, and the other, and you you keep score, you don't cheat, whatever, and you come in and you lost by nine strokes. Right, you lost like, to the guy who cheated the most. In the hell? Like, or the long drive. Like my boy Jesus of golf, he lost in one time in one of our tournaments, he lost the long drive. And then and then I'm like, who beat him? <laughs> and then I look and the dude that beat him was like, and no way a on earth. He's not like my size. Like a 22 handicap, four and a half foot tall, and Jesus hits it 400 yards, and he said he hit it perfect, and this dude out drove him by 30 yards. It's like, yeah, 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 but I agree. That just makes, and it makes a negative yes. ending yes. to every great day. Yeah. I walk every in, tournament. It's like, nah. I walk into the clubhouse. It's like, all right, let's see what this ridiculous sure. winning score yeah. is going to be. It's, so, it's such an anticipation of negative energy. Like, I know somebody just shot, just shot 22 under. <laughs> 22 under. Like, yeah. like Bro, it can't. what? So I, I'm going to, I'm really going to put on my thinking cap and try to figure out, like, mix a little shamble maybe. But just something that, again, it's all there for fun. You're right. But that competitiveness at the end, it's like, I, we grinded out this minus 12. I know it's a good score. Right. And to lose by 10 shots. But to me, like, even, like, I like a shamble, but you can't use the same person to drive back to back. Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. There's you know ways. Saying? So like, that's going to be my 2024 You know what's thing. fun you can do is you can do two ball. You yes. can do two ball. And then that way, the other two people in your group are going to. Eventually. You're just going to watch each other yeah. a little bit. Like, that putt's right. not good. Right. When there's four of you. 100%. And you're in your group by yourself. It's like, just pick it up, John. That's <laughs> oh, a birdie. We're going to make one it. Of us one of us would make it. Just pick it up. <laughs> yeah, like that's what they're doing all day. And yeah. so it's like, bro, that was for Eagle. Right. I just let them pick up a six-footer for yeah, Eagle. Right. Seven and a half. <laughs> Take it. That's an Eagle. And the mulligans. And like the mulligans. I don't like the buying the mulligans. No, you because it, it, you don't even have to buy them. It, 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 it's like I've heard that joke forever. It's like they're selling the mulligans, 100 a mulligan. You can buy up to four. And then you just go and you're like, I bought eight. <laughs> but that's another thing I think we could fix. Because, look, usually those things are tied to charity. So that's always a good thing, right? right. But you know what? Let, let's save it for, like, the auction after. Or the let me, let's buy some, like, people buy the 15 mulligans. And I do think we should spend your money when you're at these charity events, right? It's a good 100%. cause. Do it. But maybe just let's do, like, a raffle and win a, win a, win a bag, win a, win a sandwich, something, you know? Right. So, sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to take the conversation no, this way. A lot of people think that. A lot of people think that. Every time you see someone, like, even, like, you know, like Bryce Butler constantly yeah. talking about it on Instagram or Roger Steele and all them dudes are just like, this, it, and, and it, at the end of the day, too, look, you're all out there raising money for charity. Right, that's, you're all out yeah. there to enjoy yourself and have fun. And why, was, why does only one foursome win? At the end of the day, the charity's winning and we're all winning just to be out there and having a good time. Yeah. So I think it's like, you know, like golfing, like if I'm not in a tournament or I'm not gambling, like I don't keep score. Right. You just have to could just, I don't care. You know, I don't really care if I shot. I played Summit this morning. If I shot 72 or 82, I don't really care. It doesn't like a change my day where I'm right. going to like order a larger steak tonight at dinner because I shot 72. You right. know, like, you're gonna eat the same steak. I mean, everything's the same. It doesn't yeah. really affect anything. And then when you hear people like finish golf and they run right in and it's like, I shot an 80. Fuck cares. Why'd you keep score? <laughs> like, what are you in a tournament? Like, <laughs> it, it takes no, no fun. It, all the fun gets out of it because even when I shoot, I say my best round ever, as soon as I finish, all I'm thinking is like, well, I did miss three putts that I should have made. Like, it should have been three better. So you never have a sense of 
like victory. It's like, yeah, I shot, I played great, but I picked the wrong club on six. It's where I get just as much enjoyment from the night before, knowing that I'm gonna go out and play with some, like, not as much as the actual golf. I love the golf too, but that night before, it's like, oh, we got an 8 a.m. Anticipation. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's enough. That's get almost to the range as good as yeah. 730. Yes. Yeah. I wore this shirt with this. this yeah. Like, I just played Shower Creek the other day, and like that night before I went to bed, I was just like Christmas Eve. So like, exciting. I just, I even told my wife, I'm like, I just can't wait. She's like, yeah, I haven't seen you this excited for anything <laughs> since like a premiere or something. Like, yeah, this is big. This is a big moment for me. Yeah, so. and it's amazing. Like, I even like, I stopped partying, and the way I stopped going to nightclubs in LA was to start getting tea times at golf courses. That's a great way because to do like, it. Because like, it went from like, well, I'm a loser, I can't go to the club with all my friends, da da da, this like, what's wrong with me shit, to like, I got a tea time in the morning. Like, I'm not depressed, I'm fucking, I, I was good. like I said, I've done like flyovers on the hole. Yeah. I hit three wood here, driver here, pick my outfit out, clean my clubs. Go to bed early. I will say some of the rounds that went maybe from the club to the golf course the next morning, yeah. those are some of the more interesting <laughs> rounds of golf. Not for the faint of heart, definitely not at my age anymore. Yeah. Long removed, but. Still up on the range. Some of those, is like, a I shouldn't thing. even be out here, I man. <laughs> Why am I here? You want to see? See what I'm saying? I was going should to that this sleeping? morning. He was like, yeah, man, come on, come on, we're going to summer. Bro, I'm I not. I'm be not here right no now. Way. I called him this morning. He said, bro, I'm cooking. No I'm in way. bed. I'm cooking. I need to sleep more. Right. <laughs> here you go. I'm out. Yeah, I with these football players, man. Man, and they get you going, boy. They know they don't have yeah. a base. Like they just continuously drink. They go I'm like I'm drinking wine. They drinking liquor. I'm like, yo, bro. Listen, there's I, no way. Again, I don't. Th- those days are long gone for me. But I was at a charity tournament somewhere. I forget. They had to do a wellness check on me because I almost missed the tea time, right? <laughs> and again, like because I don't go out anymore, right. so it was like rare for me. Went to sleep at 2.30 in the morning. It wasn't that bad. And then it's just banging on the door. The door opens. I look, and it's security. I'm like, what happened? They're like, your tea time's in 15 minutes. I'm like, I slept in. I never sleep in. Man, that was a humbling experience. They're like, yeah, we had to do a wellness check on Ferrara. Make sure he was alive still. (laughs) Fun times, fun times. Do you play golf with uh, Sean Avery ever? You know, I haven't played with Avery. We've talked about playing for a bit. He loves um, to talk about it. Good dude. Yeah, he's kid yeah. plays. Oh, his kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, little man. So, yeah, Kevin Connolly, who's played, I think they've played a bunch. And he's kind of not new to golf. He just started playing. And you know when someone got that first, oh, you got the butt. Like, yeah, oh, sure. I could look right in his eyes. We were just in Orlando last week doing something work-wise. And we, Nine holes at 6.45 in the morning. I'm like, oh, you're about it. He's, yeah. he's in that stage where, like, any chance he can get, he's golfing right now. So yeah, He was on our episode some time ago. He did a, one of them with us. And he was talking about how when he was playing in New York, playing hockey, like, the juice that you get from being on a New York team. Like, well, he's yeah, been man, in mean, the Yankees. Like, and nothing it, else yeah, in the and world. And he said they would take, like, helicopters and fly out to the Hamptons and play golf. But he didn't care about golf. But he would go, because whatever. But he didn't realize he was playing, like, Shinnecock. And, like, the best you know, course. Yeah. He, was just, he was just like, I don't fucking know it's golf. Yeah, like, they got some tournament here next week, the U.S. Yeah, Open. Exactly. Uh, what is that? Yeah. Living in New York, like, what is, like, where's your, what's your favorite spots around the area? For golf, right? Yeah, so, you know, you know too, it's like New York's tough, right? Because you can live in Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan, wherever, you got to figure it out. Luckily for me, I have a lot of friends in like Westchester 
and in Jersey. So I'm always, and that's how you know too, driving from Brooklyn to Westchester and then coming for around the golf and then coming home at four o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon. Be like, honey, I'll be home at 7.30. She's like, wait, you just finished? You said, I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm yeah. driving home from Westchester. Yeah. She's like, you realize you've been gone for nine hours? Yeah, like, yeah. That, there's nowhere else to play. So <laughs> you go to Staten Island and play one if you, you know wanted. what? My mom lives in Staten yeah. Island, so I've played there some, are some courses. Silver Lake I used to go, and yeah, South I played Shore. Those. You know, they're rough. Yeah, and uh, the course I grew up in, though, where I grew up, I, like I said, I didn't play much as a kid. This course, Diker Heights, and I swear, during the '90s when there was like a mob war, they were just dumping bodies on that yeah, course. Yeah. It was not used for golf, but it is now in good shape. It's like one of the most played public courses. And I think the claim to fame was there's like an army base right near there. And I think, I think Earl Woods was stationed there for like six months. So you know people from Brooklyn, they're like, Tiger's from Brooklyn. I'm like, yeah. She's like, Michael Jordan's from Brooklyn. I'm like, he was born in Brooklyn and right. moved to North Carolina when he was like a baby. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of people in Brooklyn from that, like Tiger's, Tigers from Brooklyn. From Brooklyn. <laughs> no, he's not. He's as West Coast as it gets. For sure. Now, nah, dad was stationed here for four months. Tiger's from Brooklyn. Yeah, let's go. Take one, any kind of credit, we'll take that. Yeah, that's some New York shit right there. Being, being a Knicks fan, and obviously I've, I've seen you courtside in many, many games, either playing, recent. Like, how do you feel about a new team? Look, I love it, man. We, we were talking off the air. It's like the, the last kind of great run like this so far was that 2013-14 team, I guess, or 12-13 when it was like, three seed, right? Or, yeah. And it's just, you know, also for me too, it's like, a lot of years of, you know, not really having that great, like, point guard, you know? Like, right. you were obviously a great guard, but just like that guy bringing up the ball, you know? So the Brunson thing, you know, I'm really enjoying I'm happy for him, you know, because that's a dude that's constantly, like, overlooked. Right. Like, the four-year, you four, you're in Villanova four years, that's a negative, right? You're 6'1", that's negative. So he kind of beat a lot of the odds. I'm just, it's just like, I don't want to talk about it because it's like, I just want it. I just want them to get to the playoffs healthy. <laughs> I'm like, let's get there. My my kids already are like, Dad, you really like the Knicks, huh? They're four and two. They already know. They troll me too, because like, you know, we spend time in Cleveland. They're like, go Cavs. I'm like, that's your mom talking right there. Stop. They're like, no, no, we like the Cavs, Daddy. So But I'm curious too, man. Like you were saying, and like Steven just said, Playing in New York too, man. You must have. Oh, were you? Man. But I forget. Were you golfing already back? That you were already yeah. golfing when you were with the Knicks, right? Yeah. So, you know how hard it is to play. This is ridiculously hard in I New mean, York, man. They gotta fix that. I don't think they're ever gonna be able to fix that. But no, unless they turn the golf course in the middle of Central Park. Central Park, right? That's like, I'd be for it. it. Let's do it. For sure. Nice little one. muni. That'd be a good one. Do <laughs> you imagine? Hey, I'm playing Central Park today. <laughs> from the tips. From the tips. From the tips. From the tips would be 5,800 yards. <laughs> it's fucking nuts. I mean, playing in New York is is, is ridiculous. I, I, I've never felt like a celebrity, but every time I step foot in New York or like, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm either still playing, I'm current, like there's, everybody knows who you to are. This day, right? you to this day, right? You walk in New York. It's nuts. No matter if it's a, wherever you go, restaurant, you go shopping at a mall, like they're just. It's nuts. Yeah, man. It's nuts. For me, like I wasn't, I wasn't an all-star. It wasn't like I was the highest paid or I wasn't mellow. I wasn't stat. I wasn't you know, uh, Tyson, but I played a role, intricate role into it to where it was like, I helped the team and being from the area, I think it just helped people know me more. Yeah. But now it's, I, I, I don't know, it's, it's, it's crazy. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine like 
Because I played with the Lakers and I seen guys right. who played on the Lakers in, in right. LA, and I still didn't don't see the love that, that New Yorkers give their team in LA. It doesn't happen. Yeah, that's why. That's why we were even talking too about you know <clears throat> Ryder Cup. You know, USA got beat up. We were yeah. talking about Fitzpatrick chipping in and going. Per, but you know, next year, I guess it's yeah. No, next year, it's at you know. It's in New York, man. Ryder Cup's in New York. Beth Page. Beth Page. <laughs> you know, I said, all my uncles are going to be there cursing at the Euros. Like, it's going to be, it's going to be wild. And I can't. It's nasty. Yeah, I, I love that. The Ryder Cup format to me, I mean, I love all the majors, obviously. I watch any golf at any time, but I really, that's what also got me into golf when I started playing. I happened to catch a Ryder Cup, and I think it was, like, one of the bigger comebacks that USA had to make. And that format just, spoke to me so yeah. i i might have to make an appearance i've been to a couple of us opens i might have to go check out yeah that that's Ryder the one Cup, to go man. to that's the one because like like you say like that format like for me i love that like i feel like i want to see more of head-to-head -head combat yeah. like i want to see yeah. I, I, like brooks and rory head head to head, head, to head. it's head. just like don't get me wrong playing against the field is good but obviously now with the way you know PGA and live is the field isn't as strong because you got ten of the top, arguably twenty best players in the world playing in a wholly di to totally different tournament. Yeah. Eric can't even play in the same tournament, so it's like now I just need to see more head-to-head -head matches. Also, I love the team element. Like you know when you you know when these guys are playing in majors and big tournaments, I, you almost feel like they're playing against themselves, right? They're right. trying to yeah. navigate, and you're really at one with it on your own, but. What I do love about the Ryder Cup, too, is, like, alternate shot. But I really do think that, you know, PGA, Ryder Cup, if you're listening, here's another hot take. Ferrara's letting them fly today. You know, like, in the NBA, they do mic'd up. Yeah. And, you know, and I love in the Ryder Cup when, like Zach, you know, when Zach Johnson comes over with the walkie. Yeah. I want to know what they're saying. You don't have, you can bleep out the stuff that might either offend people or give away two strategies. But come on, take us in there. Right. Why are these guys up yeah. a little bit? Be very selective. Like, I think TNT does a good job. I've never seen any player, like, or coach embarrassed by the hot mic. I'm sure there was stuff said. 100%. I would love to, like, be a fly on the wall and just hear, like, what Zach Johnson's saying when you were down, you know, 11-3 in the Ryder Cup, you know? The match play thing is cool, too, because it's, like, the caddy, the, the miking side, you know, the caddy, the player. Yeah. The two-versus-two match play so good. like think of the talks they're having you know golf is one of those things where like there's so much like warfare that can be had if i have a 10 foot birdie putt and i'm in a match against jr and he's got a 20 foot birdie putt i'm when we're walking to the green i'm like i'm gonna make my birdie i'm winning this hole but if he makes his 20 footer all Fresher. of a sudden now, I'm like, I can't make the 10 foot. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh my God, I can't 100%. make this putt now. So you can like snatch the shit or like the, the momentum can change so quickly where you're like, sometimes, you know, you're out of the hole, but you just have to stay in it and yeah. then let like a disaster happen. And even like match play, it's like, it's a different sport than, than stroke play. Right. Stroke play is one sport and match play is the other. So. I, I play in the club championship at the course up in Pebble Beach and like it's match play. So like, I feel like I could beat anyone in match play, but I don't think I could beat any of them in stroke, stroke play. play. Cause it's like a I, I could have a double, double, birdie, birdie, birdie. 
they, they're going to have five pars, right? But like, I'm up. You're up. I'm up because yeah. I had I have a multiple birdies. So it's like match play is just so fun and exactly that. It's like the warfare in match play. And you could imagine when it's like JT and Jordan Speed in each other's ear yeah. on the tee box. Like, all right, listen, listen, listen. He just hit it in the bunker. You know, right, it's like, like this is our shot. Like, we yeah, win like, this like, hole, Justin. Right. So much of that shit. Again, like I said, bleep out or don't, I don't want to hear anything that's going to make anybody look bad, but I just think as fans, there's so much more we can get from that. Yeah. But yeah, and it's true, like some some players are just dynamite match play players. And sure. They're, you know, they're pros, so they're good even in stroke play, but maybe they don't win as much, but ma- that's why I love the captain's picks, right? It's like, yeah. hey, Justin Rose has been struggling, but you know what? In the Ryder Cup, he's 9-1 in he's match good. play. 100%. And he killed, he, yeah. he was a, he... He won a lot of valuable points. He pulled her historically. Sergio, you know, and there's all that shit too. It's like if you, you know, if you like get up and hit first. Like if I'm in match play and I get up and I talk shit, I'm gonna hit a little hold off, cut off the last bunker, and then I hit it perfect, and I just walk to the cart. I don't even watch the dude hit. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then, and then you, you do that a few mind, holes. Games, yeah, you're playing mind games. And all 100%. of a sudden, you, you can make your opponent who should beat you after four or five holes, they, they can just literally be like, I can't beat this dude yeah. today. Like, not today. I can't beat him today. He's calling his shot. He's hitting it. He's not even practice swinging. He's walking up. He's, I feel froggy. I'm going to go ahead and leap. You mind? Just pour the putt in. You know what I mean? Walk off the green. They're like, <sighs> The flip side, though, is even yesterday at Shallow Creek, we were in a nice little two-on-two match play. And, you know, we had like a four-stroke, four-hole lead on the back. But then, you know, they cut it to three. It's yes, here They cut it go. to two. And Starts I looked at my crumbling. partner, I'm like, we're melting down, <laughs> yo. <laughs> you can't stop And then it's it. like, man, I got this little 110 yard. And it's like, I would never in a million years really, I would think a little bit about this shot, but what's the worst? I, and now I'm like, Checking the wind more, <laughs> asking the cat, you're like, you sure it's what, yeah, yeah, what yeah, I need yeah, to cover? Yeah, like, yeah. we're grinding. It's like, yeah. yo, we're playing for a hundred bucks. Yeah, but you see, you feel yourself oh, melting. Man. And it's like, it's really hard to change the momentum. Yeah. 100%. Right? If you're, if you're trying to get it, it's almost impossible. But sometimes when you, when you're, when you're on and you keep hitting first and you keep hitting it by the flag, hitting it by the flag, hitting it by the flag, your opponent's just like, crumbling that's why i really like alternate shot because you really see what you see those guys put the put their boys in a a (laughs) fucked up spot and they sit there like that look and and the other other guy's got to hit that shot he's trying to think like be confident about it but like he'll hit a bad shot like well what did you expect you put me there so you find out of the trees you can it's not that hard of a shot i did it i did that with my wife we played in a alternate shot husband wife tournament who if has you want a lot to of pressure? Your, you want to test your marriage. All right, so this is how it goes. Y'all That's ready? couples therapy. This right is couples there. therapy. That's couples so, therapy. like, I hit the drive. She fucking shanks it off to the right, leaves me behind a bunker, short sided. I hit a flop over the bunker. I hit it four foot. She hits it 12 foot past <laughs> the hole. Then I miss the eight footer back, and she's upset with me. 
Imagine. You should have made that eight-footer, <laughs> Steven. Yeah, I should have made the eight-footer. Her putt was harder. What are you talking about? You hit it up a hill, 12 foot past the hole, leave me some bullshit slider back down. I had you ready to go after you shanked my perfect drive. <laughs> and, then, and then the next hole, whoever hits last, then the uh, then, then then I miss that putt coming down. She taps in, then I got to hit again, and I hit it on a par three, eight foot. Here she goes, hits it four foot. Ah. Uh. Then I missed the four footer, and it's like, you're a bum. I'm like, I'm a bum. My wife played, we play like twice a year in a couple's scramble, right? (laughs) And and I love it. It's fun. And I always make some kind of Instagram reel because it's just the funniest thing ever, but she's never prepared. Like, she'll hit a ball out of bounds. Oh, I love it. She has no pockets. I'm like, you you gotta wear pockets. No tees. We go play my ball. She's like, did you pick my ball up? I'm like, we're in the same cart. You, you saw I didn't pick your ball up. <laughs> exactly. Then she's like, what should I hit here? I'm like, you're, you're, you're 100 yards out, hit your seven. I'm like, no, no, I think I like the eight. Why are you asking <laughs> yeah, me yeah. that? Hit it short. Right. Why did I hit it short? By the way, you, you didn't hit the seven. <laughs> I don't like your clubs. You're, I don't like, well, get your own clubs then. So <laughs> I wanted to ask you, though. So, you know, you play the team sport at the highest level. Could you have seen yourself playing such like a, individual sport, even though you have coaches and there's people behind you, you know, cause you think about all the tiger stories about he hit, you know, 1500 balls alone, just out there mangling his hands. Like, it's just, I'm always just fascinated with the team sport versus the individual tennis, golf, yeah, individual like, sport. It's hard because like for me, like, I, I, like again, I'm playing so many, I played team sports, like football, right. basketball, baseball, right. like all my all life. All team sports. Yeah, and was, I never, I was never, tried boxing. I never right. was like track or anything like that. It was, just, it was always just team sports. So for me, like when I switched over and I, I feel like I like this more because right. I have so much control. It's on you, man. It's all on you. Yeah. And that's why I feel like I can't box. Cause if I get my ass whooped, <laughs> I can't blame that. It's your fault. <laughs> it's not. Can't blame your coach. Can't blame man, your coach. Well, he's just sharp that day too. And like golf is like shit. Worst come to worst, I hit that bitch in the bunker, my game ain't right. Yeah. I can shoot a I can shoot a score, but I ain't black and blue and nah. I had like a six-month boxing career when I was 13. I was gonna fight in the golden gloves. I was winning some amateur stuff. And then I called a dude who just hit me with the liver shot, which you know when you see boxers do that four second delay, they get hit? It's, oh, it happened to me? And I'm, I'm just, I, I am not built for that. I don't want nothing to do with blood, that. Boy. Even though we're broke and we could use the money if I become a pro boxer, I'm not. This I'm is not, not gonna be the way. I'm cool being broke. He's like, I'm gonna start acting. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> by the way, being broke ain't so bad. It's not that bad. It's not, I mean, it's bad, but like, look, we, we're all right. We're yeah, all right. that liver shot you know, was like, I, I thought I was dying. I'm like, change your career. I was 13 years old. I was like, mom, I'm dying. You're not boxing anymore. And I never, like, never. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do, I do mitts. That's about, that's all you'll see from me. That's so. hilarious. Uh, we got a couple questions we'd like to ask. So what, um, what's your, your, your dream golf for some? Dead or alive, you in four, so a fivesome. Dead or alive, okay, that's, a, I would love to play with one of the, the old school Rat Pack dudes. I don't even care, like whether it's Sinatra, Dean Martin, you know, Bob Hope wasn't Rat Pack, but just some of that, you know, we talked about Lakeside, 
they used to do old school black and white celebrity golf matches back in the day where it was like actor on actor, kind of the stuff you see on YouTube now. Yeah. That was done at Lakeside. Wow. So I would definitely throw in like Sinatra, someone like that. Um, of course I got to throw in, you know, a golfer, but I, like Tiger's obviously the easiest choice. Because he's from Brooklyn. Because he's from Brooklyn. <laughs> That's what we call a callback to the earlier yeah, yeah, yeah. bit right there. Brooklyn's finest, Tiger Woods, no, Frank I think, Sinatra. Like, I would go, you know, Arnold Palmer or Seve Ballesteros, you know, just yeah. see some kind of level of golf greatness. And then I just want the comedy, you know, so give me like, I don't think like Richard Pryor ever <laughs> golf, but give me, I just want, you need that comedian, yeah. right? You need someone's yeah. gonna keep it light, keep it jokeful. So I'm gonna say Richard Pryor, even though he, I don't think he he's ever. He still would be good in the foursome. In the foursome. Yeah, let's give me, go. Give me Richard Pryor and just roast people all day long. So I love that question because that question is, is so great because it tells you everything about golf. Yeah. It's about the foursome, right? Like we're all playing and competitive and stuff, but you got that right foursome? That was a good one. I saw a video today on one of those Zyre golfs. Like, the saddest moment in golf is like when you're with your boy and you finish playing. It's like, hey, let's play again next week. You're like, oh, I'm out of town. What about two weeks? Nah, like, you're like, oh, we don't know when we're going to play together again. Let's for get, sure. We'll get it's out there again you, soon, man. man. Good to see you. And, Parting uh, ways with your boy for the golf course is a sad it's moment. It's a sad, man. I, I'm sure I women it. look at us in the car and be like, what is wrong with y'all? Yeah. I, I, we just had such a great time, and now it's but over. A funny one, I just played with a guy out at Riviera, and so he's a member of Wilshire, and he's a member of yeah, Riviera. I belong to Wilshire for a minute, too. Yeah. That's an interesting course. That's interesting. So I said, why'd you join Riv, you know? He's like, to be honest, because I'm in, I'm a businessman, and I have all these people that I'm trying to do business with, and I'd, I'd hit them up and say, hey, I want to host you to play golf. And they'd, they'd say, okay, let's, I'd love to play. You know, what's going on? And you say, well, I, I'm going to host you at, um, at Wilshire. And he said they'd be like, I'm actually out of town. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they, he's like, well, what about next week? Um, no, it's my kid's birthday, you know? Right. He said he joined Riviera. Because Nobody's he, saying he took, no. Yeah, no one's saying no. So it's like, if I want to have a business meeting with something, I'm a member of Riviera. It's like, hey, you think you and I could go talk a little business? I'm, I could host you at Riv. It's like, tomorrow? Yeah, that conversation <laughs> is like, man, I'm out of town, but I can fly in. Yeah, like, I'll fly in. Wanna, if you see off at 2, <laughs> I could be there. I could be the very I could change my, my flight. It's a 345 <laughs> that I can make. <laughs> yeah. How many times have you ever changed flight times for time. golf, right? I'm All sure it's just like, yeah. All the time. I mean, I change from I'll change it from the golf course because I'm playing again. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Both ways, change that shit if you're playing good or change it if you play bad. Uh, if you play bad, it's like I need to get out of here at 6 p.m. tonight. Get me out of here. <laughs> I can't do this again tomorrow. You're playing good. It's like shit. How about Monday? Right. <laughs> we can play all week. If you if you could only play golf one more time, what course? Man, you know, I've never played Pebble. And I've had a few opportunities and it just never quite worked out. I know that's like such an obvious one, but Pebble for me, I would say, gun to my head, I'm saying Pebble. But also then like a one place I just die in the play is Band and Dunes, right? Uh, that's like the one I catch myself just looking at videos. Yeah. And like it just looks like such a interesting, beautiful place. Mm -hmm. The golf is almost secondary. So, it's cool. But like Pebble, I just have never done it. And I've been playing long enough where I should have done it by now. So Pebbles, I would say Pebbles, go out with Pebbles. Pebbles just like, uh, I think in between the, 
the sixth hole is a par five right. up the hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when Tiger hit like that six iron up the hill, and they said, better than most. Better than, how about it? Yeah, yeah, something, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And then, but the walk from that green to the seventh tee box is like the coolest walk ever. You're out on that point. You know, if you're watching a fan, if you're watching the open or something there, you don't get to walk from the green to right. the tee box. You got to go around and fish around. But that little strip between the sixth green, when you put the flag in and walk to the seventh tee box, it's Amazing. like, what is going yeah. on here? Even Cypress, there's a... There's a plaque on Cyprus on like 16 or 15 or something, and it's a plaque and it has some dude and it said, be sure to take in this scenery because there are very few men that get to. You know what I mean? Just like. You got me, I'm about to start tearing up, man. <laughs> I gotta do it, I gotta, I gotta do it before, uh, you know, just while I can, while I'm hitting it okay, I gotta do it. What's your saving grace in the back? What club is your favorite? <laughs> the 60. So Give me the 60. Oh. That 60. My, my 60 has gotten me out of some jams. That's my entourage, man. My 60, that's my turtle. That's my Johnny drama. You know, that thing has gotten me out of some peculiar situations. I almost said the putter, but I'm like, no, that's a lie. I just be showing up. It's not the putter. It's the 60, man. Which one do you use? I have like an old, rusty Cleveland really? 60 degree that I refuse to get rid of. It might be the illegal groove, like the old school groove still. <laughs> Maybe that's true. This thing looks terrible. Roger dude. Cleveland. You ever run into him? No, he's never. LA. I think yeah. he's at like LACC or, or Brentwood or something. Roger Cleveland, he's now making all the wedges, I guess, for Callaway. Yeah, yeah, after yeah. After he sold Cleveland to Strixon or something. I just, I don't know, game. man. That's the thing where I just, I, that's the only club probably too in my hands where I can truly say I might not get the exact result, but it's going to be close to what I'm trying to do. Every other club, there's always a little bit of hold on to your ass right now. <laughs> not quite sure this bump and run is going to be what I'm looking for. <laughs> so, yeah, the 60. Flip side to that. What's, your, what's the, what club are you getting rid of? What, what, if you could get rid of any club right now, what would it be? You know, we had that very famous scene with Tom Brady and Kevin Dillon on the show. And it's funny because Brady just topped his drive recently oh, yeah, at, Pebble, at Pebble. And he actually got on Twitter or X, whatever it's called, and basically said, I guess Johnny Drama was right. Off the rack, clubs suck, because that was the whole thing. <laughs> and, you know, Dillon snaps the club. If I could snap my drive, I want to snap my driver every damn day. <laughs> I don't matter which one I'm hitting. You can give me a stealth, a QI, a smoke. <laughs> no offense to those brands. Those brands are, it's not you. It's me. I can't hit it. If I could Bo Jackson that shit every round, I've actually brought a Sometimes I carried around uh, two drivers because I knew I'm going to snap that shit in half. So I still want to have another one. I need, I'm like, give me a reason. I look at the, give me a reason. <laughs> Driver for sure. What's your golf swag like? Are you, are you, you know, baggy guy, mall bond, baggy, street more, or are you Peter Millar, you know, I, Keith Mitchell? I'm legit baggy, Malvin. It's not because I'm here. Are you turtle or are you like... I'm, I'm turtle on the course because also, like, I want to be comfortable and I'm never comfortable with all the tight just shit. Also, I'm just not. I don't got it like that. But, um... <laughs> 
Yeah, man, I, I, I like, the, I just want comfort, you know? And I wanna, I do believe there is an element of look good, play good, you know? Yeah. It, that's so mental, right? And probably has nothing, it has nothing to do with your game, but there are times where I've put on a map or just something I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna go low today. <laughs> I'm gonna go low today. And I don't quite go low, but I, I but still- you thought you had a chance. I feel good. You had a chance. Yeah, yeah, for I sure. yeah, for sure, man. Absolutely. So I know I show a lot of love. We show a lot of love because we're Knicks fans, but you are, your other half is a Clevelander. So, but Cleveland has some great golf, golf courses. Yes. So what's your favorite golf course in Cleveland? Well, I've been lucky enough for a couple of times to play Firestone. Firestone and that, like, there's obviously a lot of history there too. So I would say, I don't get to play it often, but Firestone for sure is, because, you, you know, I guess maybe it's because there's been opens there and stuff like that it, you're out there and you definitely feel there's i even think tiger even said that's like one of his yeah. favorite courses so firestone for sure but cleveland does have a dope golf scene yeah, for sure for sure all right that's another episode of part three appreciate you jay thank you guys for out, having man. me man thank you so much for having thank me thank you buddy. jr smith this is jay ferrara steven marvin we out see you then snap that driver right <laughs> let's go